Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest the dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is Tuesday, January 30th, 2024. Taking a look where we are, where we're going, and what's happening. I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow, looking for that elusive 1% weekly return consistently, predictably, safely, and securely using nothing but pre-qualified dividend stocks, and those are companies that have increased their payments to the shareholders for a minimum of 20 to 25 years. Now let's get going, see where we are. Before we look at new stock companies to look at, let's see the positions that we are currently in at this moment in time. First on our list is going to be Ford. Now Ford we already own, so we're not gonna look at everything, so we're just gonna look at the last 30 days, see where it's going. 30 days ago today was the 30-day high at 12.39. Get your profit-taking retracement, then more profit-taking falls down to the bottom. Get the bottom down on the 19th. From there, she had a nice smooth transaction up to where we are today. She gapped up today, which is a good thing. Right now, we're sitting at 11.76. Now, where am I with Ford? Ford, I have, I think, 900 shares at 11.48, okay? Now I've sold the rights to someone to buy it from me at 11.50, anywhere between now and next and this Friday. Okay, so if it stays above 11 and a half, more than likely I'll be called out of my stock and I'll have me a nice little profit, which is exactly what it is I'm looking for. Okay, a little bit over 1% this week and I'm happy about that. Next on the list is General Motors. GM. We'll take a look at the last 30 days for General Motors. 30 days ago today, General Motors opened up at 36.13. Went sideways for a bit. Um, up now, our previous 30-day high, this is going to make sense in a couple of seconds. Our previous 30-day high was 36.85. That was on the 8th. From there, she dropped down to a double bottom on the 18th and the 19th of January. And that was around 34.34. From there, she basically just went sideways. Closed yesterday, closed yesterday at 35.39. Interesting thing, this morning, she gaps up to 38.35. We're sitting at 38.29 at the moment, and she hit a high today of 38.39. Now ask yourself, if you bought General Motors at the bottom on the 18th and 19th, and now she's sitting at a 30-day high, going as high as 38.96, wouldn't you be taking profits? I know I would, but I already sold someone else the right to buy it from me. So let me tell you what my position is with General Motors. I got 1,900 shares at 36.37. I sold at 36.50s. Okay, so someone has the right to buy it from me at $36.50. Here's a wonderful scenario going on. If it stays above $36.50 after the close on Friday, I'll be back into cash on that position come Monday. Not only will I collect the premium, $0.35 cents a share, which is a smidge below the 1% I'm usually looking for, I also get to collect the additional 13 cents a share. I know 13 cents a share doesn't sound like a lot, but when you do that by 1,900 of them, 
it adds up nicely. Now remember, in this account, I'm only looking to gain 1% per week, which is $1,000 a week. I've already surpassed that and I'm close to $2,000 a week. Now, I'm not going to know exactly what the return is until Saturday because even though I've already sold all my options and did all my positions yesterday and today, I won't know what the return is because the options don't expire until Saturday. And as you saw previously with Ford, I'm going to collect a difference between my purchase price and the strike price I sold. Just like here with General Motors. I collected the premium already, that 35 cents. And if it stays above there, I collect another 13 cents per share, which would bring my profit up this week of 38 cents per share. All right, you multiply that out by 1,900 shares. And this is just for the week. Okay, that's not including the long-term plays. All right, more than likely, looks like I'll be out of Ford and out of General Motors come next next week. Now, Key, next one on the list, Key, K-E-Y. That was a newcomer. That just popped up this morning. I have to have Mary to thank me for that. We were on a broadcast last night, and then she asked for a certain, uh, some specifics. And I said, okay, let me take a look at it. So I plugged in some of the specifics, and I said, cool. So I made her a list. I sent an over to her, and then I plugged a few of them into the uh, trade grid because I had a few dollars left over just sitting around doing nothing, and the numbers just worked for KeyBank. So I bought a bunch. Let's look at the statistics, the numbers. Okay, a year ago today, Key was at 1882. A couple of days later, we got the 30-day high at 2027. Okay. Our, third, our, our bottom for the year was $8.51, and that was the first week of May. She basically just went sideways, staying between $9.50 and, and $12, basically for the whole year. But finally broke out of that right in the beginning of December. So let's take a look at the last 30 days. All right? 30 days ago today, we opened up at $14.53. A couple of days later... On the 5th of January, we're at the 1491, which is the 30-day high. All right. From there, you get a 30-day high more than likely. Okay. Not always, but more than likely, you're going to have profit-taking. And this profit-taking lasted for two weeks. It went right into the 18th of January, and that was the bottom of the 30-day period, 1294. Now, you get a 30-day bottom bouncing off of a 30-day high, you're going to have retracement. Exactly what happened here. So, from the 30-day bottom, she goes up 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 days in a row. Okay, even though she opened lower today than she closed yesterday, the stock still peaked up and challenging that 30-day high, 14.91 today. Remember, the 30-day high was 1491. All right, and that was on the 5th. Okay, we're at 1491 again today. All right, so we looked at the seasonality, and you guys weren't here, so let me just briefly go through that so you can see exactly what I was looking at this morning when I said, yeah, I'm going to buy me some of these. 
All right. The seasonality chart basically has this thing going up for the next three weeks before she turns and goes back down. Now, that doesn't mean that's what it's going to do. Only thing that means is that's what it has done for the past 10 years, historically speaking. Okay? We can base some of our, our buy, buys off of what's happened before. There's no guarantee that it's going to do it again, but odds and probabilities say if it did it 10 years in a row, it just might do it again because banks really don't do very much. They exchange dollars. The only thing that changes is the economy and politics. All right. So what I ended up doing is going in and buying some key. The reason that was, well, the numbers just worked. Okay, so 18, sorry, 1482 by 1483 is what the purchase price is. Now, if you bought, well, I did buy it this morning, okay? Um, I bought it at uh, 1490. Okay, so I bought it this morning at 1490. I sold someone the right to buy it from me at 15. Now, I collected 19 cents a share. Now, 19 cents a share does not sound like a whole heck of a lot of money. But when you do the math, it comes to, hold on, but right now, it comes to 1.27%. That's for the week. Now, remember, my goal is just 1% per week. Do I make it all the time off of every position? No. Sometimes it's a little bit less. Sometimes it's more. In this instance, it's 1.27. All right, so that 2.7 helps me bump up anyone that I didn't get 1% on. So it usually averages out over 1%. So we're doing pretty good so far. But let's keep going. What is next on the list would be 3M. Now, I know we all heard of 3M. The last 30 days for 3M really quickly. 30 days ago today, we opened up at 109.50. Basically just went sideways right up until the 22nd. The 22nd closed right around the 108 area. And then on the 23rd, she drops. She, she didn't just drop. She gapped down. And then she kept going down. Okay, so from the close of, was it around 107.90, 93? From the close of 107.93, she gapped down to 100. That's down almost eight, eight bucks. That's an 8% drop. But then she kept on going and hit a low of 94.11. Okay, so it's not just $8. She drops eight bucks and then she continues to drop an additional six. That's 14 bucks on a $100 stock. Okay, that's a 14% drop overnight. All right. So, the 23rd, sorry, that was the 23rd. The 24th, she comes up with a new 30-day bottom. Now, I love 30-day bottoms, especially on a Dividend King. Dividend King is one of those companies that's increased for more than 50 years consecutively. That's five decades. So, five decades of continually going up. She's bouncing off that. We get the dividend coming up next week. Not this week, but next week. So, yeah, of course I'm going to jump in some. So I got into 
uh, 3M at 97.71. Sorry, 96.71. Sold someone the, the option to buy it for me at 97, and I got a smidge. This is where, where that smidge comes in, in handy. Okay, I sold it for 95 cents a share, which is like 0.99% or 0.98% rather than a whole 1%. So where key made up 1.27, 3M came in at 0.98 or 0.97, somewhere in that area. But here's the thing. If she stays above the 97, I collect an additional 5 cents. You add an additional 5 cents. Sorry, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold it, hold it. An additional 29 cents. So you add that additional 29 cents onto the original 95 that I collected, then I'm way over the 1%. I'm happy with that. And if she doesn't go over 97 by the end of the week, I'll take it into next week and do the exact same thing over again. I really don't mind because it's a dividend king. It's 3M. They've been in business for a hell of a long time. They've seen a lot of crap throughout the economy increased their dividends for more than 50 consecutive years. Absolute worst case scenario, next year, I'm going to get higher dividends, which I'm perfectly okay with. All right, that being said, let's move on. Next one is Morgan Stanley. Now, I do make mistakes once in a while, and I made a mistake with Morgan Stanley. Let me explain. The last 30 days, Morgan Stanley opened up at 93.49. Okay. 29 days ago was the 30-day high at 94.15. From there, she goes sideways for a bit, and then the profit-taking took place. Got a double bottom at the 83.27 area. That was the 17th and the 18th. All right, the 18th and the 19th, sorry. From there, she got the retracement, and there's a little bit of pullback. We're sitting at 87.29 at this moment in time. Now, Morgan Stanley, here's the mistake that I made. I bought Morgan Stanley at 86.87, and I sold the rights for someone to buy it from me at 87. But instead of sending a, a one-week-out option, I went two weeks out. So I collected the premium last week, and I didn't collect any premium this week on Morgan Stanley. Okay, so if she goes above 87, or if she stays above 87, come Friday, I'll be bought out. If she goes below 87, I'll take it into next week. I'll write another premium against it, another covered call, and I'll collect the dividend because the dividend's next week for uh, Morgan Stanley. And I'm perfectly okay with that. Oh, got to get that out of there. All right. Last on the list is one of my favorites, Target. Let's look at the last 30 days for Target. 30 days ago today... We opened up at 142.02, okay? Um, we had a previous 30-day high at 44.20, and that was profit-taking, found a bottom at 137, and then it shot up to the new 30-day high, 144.56. Now, of course, 30-day high, you're going to get profit-taking, Exactly what happened. The 18th was the new 30-day bottom, 135.65. And that spurred on some accumulation. So one, two, three, four, five, six up days in a row. Okay? Six days up, six up days in a row. 
initiated some profit taking. So we're still in a little bit of a downturn because you have three down days in a row because of the profit taking and she's still dropping. She's sitting at 140.35 and where am I with Target? I'm at Target at 142.21. Now, I collected $1.81 per share, which is, let me get the calculator out really quick. 181 per share. My purchase price was uh, crap. What was it? 142.21 divided by 142.21. Whoops, wrong number. 142.21. There we go. And that gives me a total. That can't be right. Hold on, let's try this again. <laughs> this is just not working right. View trade. Yeah, 181, 142, Okay, so let's try this math again. Clear all this crap out of the way. We get the $1.81, and we divide it by the purchase price of 142.21. Okay. That gives me a total of 1.27 for the week for Target. Now, I don't mind that it's dropped down to 140 at this moment in time, okay? On paper, it looks like I'm losing um, two bucks, but not really because I have no problem whatsoever holding on to Target for a long period of time. Now, we went through yesterday quite a bit of the companies that we usually go through. Now we want to look at some lists that we haven't seen yet. So we've already seen the 100-year-old companies. Okay, we've done that. Huge list. Okay, now we want to look at the Dividend Kings. Coca-Cola. How did I miss Coca-Cola? Well, let's throw Coca-Cola into the trade grid, KO. A year ago today... Coca-Cola is 60.83. The high of the year would be 64.96, and that was the third week of April. From there, she drops down to the low of the year, and that was October 5th, which was the first week of October. Now, nice escalation from the 30 day from the year low to where we are today. Let's take a look at the last 30 days. 30 days ago today was the 30-day bottom, okay? That was 58.63. What do you get when you get a 30-day bottom? Well, you have price escalation. It's exactly what happened. Um, about two weeks to get to the 30-day high, 60.46. Now, you get a 30-day bottom, you're going to have, um, they'd call it, Escalation to the high. Now you get the 30-day high. What are you going to get? Of course, profit-taking. Two weeks of profit-taking brings us to a new number on the 25th. This is going to challenge that 30-day bottom. It's only at 58.66. Now remember, our 30-day bottom is 58.63. Okay? And 58.66 is getting pretty close to that 30-day bottom. However... She's bouncing off of that three days to the upside. It was sitting at 59.61 at the moment. 
let's take a look at the seasonality chart just to get an idea of where Coca-Cola usually goes this time of year. Now, we're in the wintertime, okay? We're in January. It is cold in the Northern Hemisphere. So are they going to sell a lot of Coca-Cola? Probably not. That's probably why the stock is flat. Flat meaning it's not really going up, not really going down. Basically staying, you know, right where she is. Status quo, not big, no big moves. All right, that being said, now, that's just historically speaking. It doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. Let's put it into the trade grid and see what the numbers look like if we should buy it or not. The last tree was 59.60. All right, so we're going to take a look at the 59 and then the 60. The 59 call option is selling for 76 cents. However, remember, we're losing 60 cents right off the top. And that being said, we're collecting a... <laughs> Hold on a second. That can't be right. Um, 16 cent profit. Okay, 16 cent profit off of a $59 stock. I'm going to say no. All right, let's look at the $60 strike price because it's only 40 cents off. But it would have to go up to the 60 in order for this thing to fill, which means the stock has to go up 39 cents. And then I would collect 17 cents. I'm going to say no. Don't get me wrong. Love Coca-Cola, Dividend King, been around for a long time. It's one of those stocks that you just compare everything else to. Everything else except for the premiums, because the premiums suck. Sorry, Coca-Cola, but the premiums just aren't there. All right, so Coca-Cola just does not work for this for, for today. Let's go back. Uh, where were we? Oh, that's it for the Dividend Kings. All right. Um, for this week, as a matter of fact. So Warren Buffett's list. Look at that. BYD. Coca-Cola and P-A-R-A. So that's two more to take a look at. So let's look at BYD. Wait a minute. I'll put BYD in the trade grid first to make sure she's at weeklies. BYD. Because this is on Warren Buffett's list. And it only has monthlies. So I'm not even going to bother looking at BYD. Even though it's on Warren Buffett's list, I don't do monthly options because it only gives, oh, it only offers monthly cash flow, not weekly cash flow. So I'm not even going to bother with that one. Next on the list is P-A-R-A. -A. Into the trade grid we go. P-A-R-A. -A. All right, that one does have weekly, so let's take a look at those numbers. P-A-R-A -A into the one-year chart. First thing, always first thing we want to see is where's the high, where's the low, where was it a year ago, and where is it today? Okay, high, low, was, is. I like that. High, how high was it? Low, um, low, how was the low of the year? Was, what was it 52 weeks ago? And where is it today? High, low, was, is. I like that. High, low, was, is. All right, that works. Okay. A year ago today, we're at 22.96. Okay, before the, uh, the, the beginning of February was the high of the year. 2586. Now, here's something interesting. It traveled for the trading range between what is that, 21 and 24. 
for about three months. And then right around the beginning of May, she's at 2309. Okay, and then she drops like a rock to 1677 area, goes sideways for a couple of months, drops to the bottom of the year. The bottom of the year is right at the beginning of November. And that's 1057. So that's a 50% drop in price in a year. Okay, remember, she was up in the 20s at the beginning of the year. Now, the low of the year, November, the beginning of November, 1057. All right, from there, of course, at the low of the year, of course, she's going to shoot up to a new high. And that's a 90-day high. That's um, 1750. That was the, the second week of December. All right, so let's look at the last 30 days, see what's happening. 30 days ago today was a 30-day high at 15.15. Get your profit taking. It stopped at 13.80, shot up for a little bit, hit 15.04. Okay, not quite a 30-day high, but challenging that 30-day high. And then you got your profit taken there for about two weeks. Got a double bottom, once on the 17th. 12.85, and once on the 19th, 12.86. From there, she peaks up 14.54. Now we have retracement back to the 13.55 area. Don't know how long it's going to continue to drop. Let's take a look at the seasonality chart to see what it normally does this time of year. Yeah, she's a little bit of a straight line with a smidge to the downside. So it's okay. You know, it's on Warren Buffett's list, so what do we do? You want to take a look at the trade grid to see what the numbers look like? All right, 13.54 by 13.55. That's a tight margin, which means there's a lot of trading going on. The 13.50, ooh, this looks good. So I'm going to write this one down also. A friend of mine wants to see these numbers. P-A-R-A. -A. All right, now I'm going to do the calculations for this on the calculator. Are you ready? Okay, 13.54 by 13.55. That's the bid and the ask. Right now, the 13.50 is going for 34 cents. So you take off that 5 cents off of that, and you're looking at 29 cents. That's 2%. Okay, so let's look at this. Let's clear this. Okay, so 29 cents. And then we're going to divide that by the 1354, 13.54, because that's the purchase price. And we come up with 2.1. 2.1 for the week. And they got the dividend coming up in two weeks. And to make it better than that, it's on Warren Buffett's list. All right, so we're getting close to the close. I don't think there's any more for us to look at other than high volume stocks. And what? Oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There we go. DVN and NOV. Okay. DVN. Okay. It's a trade grid. DVN. DVN. There we go. All right. DVN a year ago today at 64.89 drops down to the bottom. The low of the year, 
just so happens to be within the 30 days, the last 30 days. So the low of the year is the exact same as the 30 day bottom. All right, 30 days ago, opened up at 45.88. A couple of days later, we're at the 30 day high at 47.35. And of course, you're gonna have profit taken, which is what happened. Now this looks like a, th a three day bottom, okay? You ready? 40.51. 4062 and 4056. So that's pretty much the bottom. That's some nice support right there. Now, you got retracement to the upside, and today is a down day. So I don't it's pullback, and you don't really know what's gonna happen today. So is today what's gonna happen? Yeah, this thing's going down for the next couple of weeks. So yeah, we're gonna say no to Devon. Not even bother looking at the numbers because it just ain't gonna cut it. Next on the list is NOV. NOV into the trade grid, and it's a monthly. That's the last of it, ladies and gentlemen. We went through, oh my goodness, two dozen stocks this week. Two dozen, and we had a bunch that looked good. We had Kroger, Target, 3M, Key, Parent, just off the top of the list, right off the top of my head. Those five right there, well, most of them made my cut. Anyway, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. Safe, secure, predictable, and consistent. We will catch you guys again tomorrow. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow.